your short track racing connection. Broadcasting from the Fireside Beverage Studios, this is the Turn 4 Podcast. Look for us every Tuesday where all major podcasts are found. Like us on Facebook at Turn 4 Podcast. And now, DJ and Zach, take it away. Welcome to episode 12. We finally get to do a race recap. Yeah, baby. Get to talk about what we saw today. To be fair, the weather did not look good all week long. I got to commend Parks for at least trying today and getting as much as he did in. Yeah, um, Definitely stinks that we didn't get the second mod feature in. I would have been very interested to see how some of those boys made some changes to see if they had anything for Kimball. But nonetheless, we got basically the entire show in, which is pretty decent. So pretty much, yeah. It's exciting. It was exciting, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It was nice to be there. I mean, that first practice when they oh, rolled yeah. those those mods out there, that was the very first practice of the day. Boy. Yeah. There's something about mods, baby. <laughs> Real race cars. Real race cars. So we'll do like a just a little recap. We'll talk about what we both saw. You got to be in the pit area and kind of see some of the back half of yes, stuff going I on. Did, baby. Um I had to pop the old cherry and do the first week of announcing, and of course we had microphone issues, so I had no Toby to back me up, no Andy Hall, no nobody, so I was solo dolo, thrown to the wolves, and had to figure it out on my own. You did a decent job, I thought. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's room for improvement. For oh, you. always, <laughs> always. I mean, I'm I not. Was good. I'm not Ken Squires or Dave Moody, so I guess there's always room That's for improvement. Very true. <laughs> very true. All right, so we'll dive right into that first mod race, then I guess. Yeah, man. Actually, maybe we should talk about the heat race and one of our, our buddies that decided to go dust them up in the first heat race, the first yeah. time ever running a pack. Yeah. Yeah. Old, old Dilly looked good. Dilly, Dilly is... Oh, he's a driver. He's a driver. If if anything was settled today, it was the fact that Dylan Zulo is a chip off the old block because that kid was well, a... Uncle, Uncle Jeremy? Oh. oh. <laughs> Yikes. Ask, uh, hey, ask Jimmy about that later this week. Um, I will not. <laughs> you should. No, uh, you dude, really you should. You want me to ask him that question so I get punched? No, you. no, no. You won't get punched. Ask him about bouncing between the two cars. Why? Yeah, he was frustrated. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Having okay. two cars to work on. And yeah. We kind of joke that Dilly acts kind of more like Jeremy when it comes to the racetrack stuff. So they oh, were, dude. he had two of them in the pit area today. Yeah. Listen, he Dilly looked good. is a rocket ship. Yeah, he looked good. He ran away with that first heat race. To be fair, Joey is still the I think Joey right now is the is the the guy to be but Dilly is right there and that's I'm not trying to say anything bad about Joey so I like Joey I think Joey's car looks stout Joey capitalized on a mistake at the end of that race which we'll get into later on but I also think that 53 of Hool is not a bad piece he doesn't have that bad restart there in the middle of that show Ooh, that's a different story i so think he said while they were at tech i heard him say i can't believe i blew it oh yeah and i was like well at least at least you're owning it right you uh, missed the shift I was gonna say, what, that was the opening restart wasn't it that was the opening was, start to the race yeah and yeah, it yeah, shuffled him backwards the yeah, 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 yeah 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 hard too man yeah stacked the whole oh, inside line. yeah did I was like, damn. And then Marvelous got out there on a hell of a jump, and then he ended up. Which car was Mark? 15, baby. Oh, I was calling him Haley LeClaire the whole time. (laughs) That's how it came up on Race Monitor. Yeah, that's. Well, I think think Noli got a little s'more new car blues. Oh, yeah, he did. It was. And then Mark slapped some, slapped the old 15 on the old whatever color that car is. But 
Yeah, they ended up having trouble. I think Marvelous dropped a tire, and then Nolan ran out of gas the first time. Oh, pulled in, <laughs> pulled in off, off track. He, he's yelling to Buzzy, Buzzy, I got no gas. <laughs> Runs over. I'm going to blame that one on Miles, by the way. Even though he says he does not work on the cars, I'm going to blame it on Miles. But uh, Miles ran, went, you know, ran over. Filled him up, and then Nolan cut a tire again a couple laps later. So the McClay boys had a, had a semi-rough outing. But mm-hmm. um, it's what happens. It's, it's That's racing, baby. That is. But Dilly is a, a rocket ship. Yeah, and got to give him some props there. That fireside beverage sticker looks real good in, in victory lane. So shout out to Dylan. So we'll hop into that first mod race, though. So 15 cars took the green flag. Yep. Again, the four there. Uh, he had a rough go of it. He had the nowhere to go when he hit into, I think it was Hammond or no, actually I think he hit Corey, didn't he? He hit Plummer. Bounced I think off Plummer. Plummer, right? Plummer got loose and I think he bounced into Plummer. That might've been, I think that was the incident down in turn one there. He had nowhere to go. Luckily Corey, uh, could keep going, got his stuff figured out. He came on pretty strong there in the second half Dude. of the race, but old Mr. Kimball out of the apex racing stable Listen, looked good. Boys and girls, if you need, if you've had like. Uh, mixed feelings about this Apex Racing team. They proved it today. They proved today that those boys know what they're doing, and they both of those things were hooked up. And Kimball was on rails. Yeah, Kimball was quick. Uh, I think you don't have those couple late race cautions there to re rack everybody. And Kimball runs away with that, but Roby, man, holy crap. I am Brian Roby, Jesus, baby. dude, he freaking just... Smooth. Yeah, he was smooth, uh, caught right up to Kimball, no problem there, late in the going. Yep. And I'll give the boy props because he jacked him right up going into turn one. Had every, <laughs> had every chance to put Kimball right into the infield grass, and he backed out of it. Lifted. He lifted, let Kimball gather things back up, which, of course, stacked Pat Node and the rest of the field up behind him. Yep. Um, and then just couldn't quite get to him the last lap and a half there or whatever it was. But he had every opportunity yeah. to put him right into the grass. And and as a fan, I, lo- I, I selfishly love that. I love that he kind of pulled up and let him gather it up, and then they raced. You know what I mean? That, those two boys were... And that's what he said. Victor, he said it at Victory Lane afterwards. He's like, hey, he listen... Said, he basically, I'm like, hey, that move down to one was a little aggressive, got into him. And he goes, yeah, me and Kimball ran very clean. We've always run clean when we're around each other. He goes, didn't want to do that. Yeah. He's, I backed out, gave him the room to collect it, is what it is. And then I tried to catch him from there. And, I mean, you don't you don't get much classier than that. I mean, again, because he, he could have either put him in the, into the infield with the photographers yeah. or he could have put him in the turn one tavern, one or the other. I mean, there was very no true. in between. But let him gather it up. Uh, that was again. I I thought that first mod race was pretty good. I was really looking forward Listen, to that second one. If if but when we're talking about the first mod race, I think we also need to address something that happened um, between Superman and Andrew Martell. I, I know he got. I did so. I didn't see the whole incident happen. I see. I saw him get into him. A, like kind of let him know a couple times there that he was quicker than him. Gave him the old school chrome horn a few times going down into the he corners, did. and then I kind of. So here's my stance on this, right? We we always talk about we call it you and I call it the TC rule, right? You three, got tap. three taps, and I'm gonna pick a lane for you. And I don't I, I don't know how many times he got to him. I feel 
I think it was more than three. This is, this is a, <laughs> yeah, like I said, like this is a, a non-driver's perspective, just strictly a fan. Andrew was there, dude. I mean, he was knocking on the door, knocking on the door. How many, how many taps do you need to give somebody to let them know that you're faster? But on the flip side of that, Aaron's out there to race. He's not. Yeah, gonna he's give not. You something. No offense, Aaron's right? never going to give you the. Yeah, lane. he's not going to give you. He's. You don't get the nickname Superman for giving people things, right? You take. You take things. And I think Andrew, I got the sense, I got to talk to him a little bit after, and I got the sense that he he didn't feel very good about the move just because I don't think that's how Andrew wants Andrew, to race Andrew's people. never been a dirty racer. Yeah. Never. And and again, I'm not calling anybody a dirty racer. No, 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 no. I don't no, think no. it was a yeah, dirty yeah, yeah, move. Yeah. I just think that, you know, that was racing. that's a race, it's that was a racing, racing deal. deal, right? You know what I mean? Like my we grandfather's just, was We just talked deal. about this. <laughs> it's a, off air. It's a racing deal. And I, in... You know, I I moseyed over to that side of the pit area to, see, to see, you know. <laughs> but Aaron didn't look phased. I think he kind of just chalked it up to it is what Wh- it is. Which, again, the other thing with Aaron, too, is, I mean, besides practice, it's it's been a while since that boy's been behind the wheel of a modified. <clears throat> but he was getting it done. I mean, he, he weren't bad. <laughs> he wasn't. He was not bad. And which, <laughs> again, that's 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 an old Brian Roby piece. That's not, that's not junk equipment. It's just... yeah. He's got to get used to being able to see the right front again and, you know, whatever it may be, he needs to just figure it out, and I, and I don't think it's going to take him long. Yeah. See, I thought, uh, again, what what do I know? But uh, I thought he was getting a little, a little bit loose towards the end there, and I don't know if that same tap that Andrew gives him, if it's earlier in the race Lap and Andrew two. gives him that tap, I don't think. Got enough grip, he, yeah. tires aren't heated up, you know, whatever it may be. F- fuel burn off to change the weight ratio. Yeah. Right. You know. But I mean, is what it is. To me, again, that's a that's a racing deal. I don't think Andrew should feel bad about any of it. No. I think I, he didn't I think deliberately it, wreck him. He didn't plan yeah. him at the flag stand. I think honestly, I think Aaron kind of respects the move because if you were to put Aaron in that if you were to flip oh, he the would do the same thing. He's gonna do the same thing. If he thinks that the car you can drive it in there and it's gonna stick and he's gonna try to you know what I mean? He's oh, yeah. gonna put it in there just like Andrew did. So Andrew, if you're listening to this, man, don't don't beat yourself up too bad. Keep your head up. Yeah, keep your head up. That thing's fast, dude. So get it tuned in, you'll be all right. Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll be fine. So next up on the list was the six shooter race. That was a little I don't want to call it lackluster, but runaway. Yeah. Dustin Thibodeau picked up right where he left off last year. Track champ. Defending track champ, and he laid it to him. So I didn't get to see much of this because I was walking. You're walking around trying to get the scoop. I was walking around. You know, I was talking to people, but uh, by the sounds of it, Dustin just, you know. I think at one point he was like eight seconds out ahead of second place. Eight seconds. Eight seconds. Oh, yeah. He had an entire straightaway between him and second place. (sighs) Who came in second, by the way? Uh, Robert Shaw. And then who came in third? Bucky Thibodeau. Oh, Buck, you came in third. You let your brother beat you by that much? Oh, he was he dusted him. Whoa. Dusted him. Although to be fair to Buck. First, first time. time. First, first time. First race. He, and that's a defending track champion. Yeah. He's no slouch. I mean, let's go no slouch. Let's call myself out right here. But Bucky's got one more trophy than I got. That's a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. Dilly, you also have one more trophy than DJ. <laughs> it's true. That race wasn't too bad. Uh, slowed by, I think, just the one yellow, which, again, we'll touch on that just a little bit later in the episode about that yellow. and Yeah, how many cars did they have? Yeah, it was like nine. Eight or nine, yeah. Which, again, your, your first-year champion in that division, Jeremy Blood, yep. 
uh, was a scratch had to be pushed down pit road and yeah. then pushed off the racetrack, which is a tough sight to see because he's always a very exactly. strong contender in that class. And yeah, when one of the top ones fall out like that, it sucks. Kind of, that that sucks a little bit. I I feel bad for Jerry. He comes up and buys beer for me actually from time to time. Oh, so there you go. Talk about racing, but yeah, is he's got a good piece, man. He's a good wheel. It sucks that that happened, but. It is what it is. You can't First even, week, right? Yeah, you can't even call it new car blues because it's definitely that's that thing that's not virgin. It's not, it's not new, <laughs> that's for sure. So the next class up was our boys in the pure stocks. Yeah, baby, let's get into so, it. Let's get into this one because this one's going to take a few minutes. So yeah. first off, for anybody that did not get the chance to go today, they are uh, Sunday, I guess is the best way to put it. Seeing so this will be out on Tuesday, yeah. but that class had thirty four race cars show yes, up for it, it which meant that we had a concy race for the first time in a long time that it i can awesome. remember it was great like being an announcer that was awesome to be like all right top six make it to the feature yep like you say that in every other class and they're like okay there's 11 cars everybody's going you're like yep. no six cars seven you, people home you miss it and you're going to the you're going to the concy race yep. and then we took so they did three heats took the top six out of all three heats and then took the top six out of the consolation race. So the heat races, actually, they weren't just pretty boy features. They actually mattered. Yeah, which they, is great. They mattered. I mean, which is which is awesome. I think that is the absolute best thing in the world to make guys have to go out and run the heat race to prove a point. And again, we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit. Old Dilly Zulo goes out and just dusted them in that, eight lap heat race yeah. car looked strong um all day long it was pretty much it was him joey and um jd stockwell was actually yep. in the top five nick cool is up there cool. yep. yeah there, there was about four or five of them that were really within kind of that tent to two tents up at the top of the board um and again some of those guys brand new race cars so you're just trying to figure it out which i get i mean obviously dilly's car is not that's a proven race car joey's a proven driver yeah Nick Cool's got himself a nice little ride there in his car. Uh, J.D. Stockwell is not a bad little driver either. Um, usually runs down at Manadnock, I believe, yeah, I but he's, say, he's been not, up here. He doesn't normally run up at Claremont, right? No, I think I he was down in the kids' division. I think, if I remember correctly, he got bumped up into the pure stocks down there because he was kind of too fast beating up on the kids down there. Yeah. I mean, he's just a kid himself, but it was nice to watch that feature roll down pit road. And we had to take three or four laps just to gather everybody up because there's 24 cars on the racetrack. Yeah. That was a great feeling. And we'll dive into that one. Again, poor Nick Hool starts on the pin. Dilly's on his outside. And poor Nick misses a shift on the, on the initial start of the green, and he stacked everybody yeah. up behind him. It was a chain reaction. But to be fair, nobody wrecked. True. Nobody spun. Very true. I mean, they. I'm not saying they didn't trade paint by, by any yeah. means, but then a little bit later on in the race, they kind of got going there, and then they had another restart, and the 88 of Kyle Robinson yeah. made quite the aggressive move on the restart. It was pretty, it was pretty <laughs> it aggressive. Was, it was aggressive. Yeah. We'll, we'll call it aggressive is what we'll call it. He stuck those boys three wide going down into turn one. Dilly was the meat and the sandwich in the middle there, and I think it was Joey was on the Joey. outside, wasn't he? Yep. And they all kind of made it out, and um, old Robinson kind of slid across Dilly's nose, and they got into it, and Robinson oh. tried to get back to him yeah. and jacked him up, and old Dilly kept that thing pointed forward and just kept on rolling. Well, I saw at the end of the race, Dilly may have gotten a little how you doing down the back stretch. You know, hey. 
it and I'm not saying anything bad about Kyle Robinson. I mean, if if he thought he had the room to go, you you've got to fill the hole because with 24 cars, the last thing you need is to be hung out to dry at some point because you're going to go backwards in a hurry in that class. Very true. But that was also pretty early on in the race. Little aggressive, but he's, Dilly is aggressive. If there's one thing, he's not afraid of it. He's not scared. And I mean, he did what he thought was right. Kyle did what he thought was the correct thing to do. And everybody, it was no harm, no foul. Nobody ended up in the Crete monster. I mean, yeah, life was good there. Then kind of things kind of settled out there for a little while. Uh, they, yeah, they all kind of strung out. Dilly opened up a four or five car length lead over Joey. Joey had a couple car length lead over Nick Hool. Mm-hmm. And then we got to the last what five laps? I think it was I think it was five or six. Yeah. Go. All of a sudden, that sixteen Z was just a hair loose coming off the corners. Yeah. Joey started reeling him in. Uh, Nick Hool started reeling Joey in, and yeah. they got to him. Yeah, got the two to go, and I believe Dilly was still in the lead with two to go. Yep. And they went down into three and four, and old Mister Zulo washed right up the racetrack. Yep. Joey got by him, which, again, no fault to Joey. Joey saw an opening, had the yeah. hole, filled it, went around him. Nick Houle also fills that hole coming off of turn four. Yep. <laughs> Goes down into turn one, clears Dilly. Yeah. Dilly sets the brake of that car. That nose dropped, yeah. and he went right to the bottom on that white flag lap. Sunk it straight to the bottom. And he did that crossover move and had Nick cleared by the time they were about halfway down the backstretch. That was a guy that looked like he had been racing for 10 years with that move that Dilly made to get back to second. It was interesting, though. Did did Dylan get into the grass to make to make the pass? Nope. He nope. didn't, make, he didn't nope. touch the grass. I'm not saying he wasn't in the rumble strips, but he was not in the grass. Oh, okay. Well, I listen, wait, I, it hey, was a wait, crazy move. Wait. Back of the pack, Jack McClay says... You pay you thirty five dollars. You get every ounce of that racetrack That's that you can true. use. He'll use it. He'll use it all. <laughs> it was a super aggressive move, but it stuck. It stuck, and I think now that class is in big, big trouble because Dylan knows exactly what that car can do and exactly how that car will handle. And listen, again, we've said it seven times now. That boy is not afraid of the throttle, and. And again, it's going to get interesting. <laughs> and to be fair to the other two that finished in the top three, again, not taking anything away from Joey from winning because he was right there. Yeah. Saved I, his stuff, kind of just hung around. And I'm not saying that he didn't look good, but he just kind of more looked like he was almost just hanging around. Or was Joey doing the classic Joey thing where Joey's been in that position of this is the first big race? Hey, you wait. You wait. You wait for the person in front of you to make a mistake, and then you capitalize on the mistake. You don't have to drive the wheels off your car every single turn, right? You just try to be smooth. And if I I feel like I know Joey well enough to say that I think Joey was just waiting for somebody to make a mistake because that's a big spot, right? Like, that's a huge spot That's a huge spot for somebody that's never done it before. For anybody, right? So maybe Dylan, I... I tend to think Dilly was like, oh, you know, here's two laps left and we're getting a little antsy and hey, I have a chance to listen. It, it was loose. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe it was. You know, what do I know? But I think the moment 
the real like it might have been a little too big for him for his first race, which is fine. There is nothing wrong with getting a second place finish your first ever race, dude. I don't listen. I don't think he. I don't think the moment was too big for him. I just think he just he got excited. I think he made a a tiny mistake. I don't even think I should call it a mistake. It wasn't a mistake. He just overdrove it. I think a little bit for. I and let me rephrase that. I think he overdrove. For what the car was reacting like at that point in the race, is it did he overdrive or was it truly loose? Again, so not trying to pick on him, but like a Jimmy, a Jeremy, Brian Roby, Matt Kimball, Aaron Fellows will tell you, you get later on in that race, you drive that car a little bit different because it gets slick, it gets loose. So that's just all Dilly did today was he didn't drive that car like he was 25 laps into a race, he drove it like it was lap one, tires are cold, plenty of grip, and it it looked like almost just like again it looked like something was just a little bit worn a little bit hot was starting to slide a little bit because with about five to go he also overshot turn three and got loose and washed up but he had enough of a lead to keep it and then when he when he did it with two to go he just he he was already he had already given up that time that cushion that he had right which isn't again it's no fault of dilly dilly's 18 yeah and that's his first race yeah is dude that's it was really impressive. I mean, really impressive. Yeah, I ran what like eight races. I never looked that good. <laughs> that's that's true. I mean, there are some guys that have been in that class that the kid haven't even sniffed being that good. Yeah, this kid rolls off the trailer night first one night. And, yeah, man, Dilly. Uh, listen, I was impressed. And again, make sure to send DJ a picture every single day of that trophy you got and say I got one more than you. Yeah, and then again. Joey, like we said, just hung around, was in the right spot at the right moment. Veteran. To make that work. Yeah. And again, Nick Cool, I and I'm not trying to knock Nick Cool because I don't know where he raced prior to this or if, if he's raced prior to this. Yeah. But I mean he looked like a veteran out there just hanging around, top three, just kind of biding his time. I'd like to talk to him a little bit more. I don't know anything about him. No, I don't either. All I know is he looks fast. Yeah, that thing looked fast. And then again, that that division you look at a guy like Kyle Templeton, who's a track champion there. Yep. Had to start deep in the field. Yeah. Worked his way up into the top ten. We drop pills for position? heat races. They heat do races. the heat yeah, races, yeah. and then how you finish in your heat races, how you qualify. Yep. Um, Zach Richardson looked pretty good today. Yo. He looked racy on the outside of the Bro, racetrack. Yeah. I'm gonna say, man, talk about just living on the outside of the track where nobody else wants yeah. to be. Zach Richardson lives out there. Yeah, he had, or lived out there today. Yeah, he had quite a few passes today where yeah. all of a sudden, like that bottom line got jammed up, and a lot of guys just kind of checked up, stayed on the bottom, and there was Zach Richardson headed for the top. It was awesome. High, wide, and handsome out there. Yeah. Just see you, <laughs> see you later. Very true. And he made some good moves, but yep. again, when you start 16, 18 deep in that feature, that's a long way to go to the front. Yep. And again, not taking any way from the top three, but they all started in the top five of the feature. So it's... I mean, they also put themselves there too, but... They did well in their heat race, which yeah. rewarded them in yeah. the feature. It will be interesting come week four. When we have a three-week handicap right? and you qualify and you qualify off of your handicap instead of just straight up like we did today, right? that'll be when things get interesting. I'm, I'm excited to see how, like, uh, I don't know how to word this, how Joey kind of plays. It's like, what, what strategy is Joey going to take? How long is he going to wait for somebody to make a mistake? Like the long, so like we're gonna get into the year, right? 
week five, week six, week seven, or whatever. Yep. Dilly's not going to, or whoever, is not going to make the same mistake they made week one, right? Nope. So how long do you hang back? You know what I mean? Do you cut that time in half? Do you get a little bit more aggressive? You know, Joey's a vet, dude. He has so many laps turned but, around that track. But to be fair, again, three-week handicap, those guys win their heat race. With the handicapping system and everything else, they start 10th, 12th, yeah. instead of starting on the pole. So it does it so that way your fast guys can't start up front every week and just run away from it. So you're Joey, you're Dylan, you're Nick Hool, you're Zach Richardson, Kyle Templeton. They continue to run well in these first three weeks. They're going to be starting 10th to 15th instead of first through fifth, which will make things awesome. It, yeah, it'll make awesome. things awesome. But I don't think any of those guys will have a problem being competitive every week. No, but that also changes your Joey story because you, you start third and you run second all race long. It's easy to lay back and let the guy in front of you make a mistake. Right. You start 13th. Yeah. You can't sit back on your heels waiting for somebody to make a mistake. You Quite have to go forward. Yeah, I mean, it was it was awesome to watch, man. From the start to the finish of that, that pure stuff. That race, race had everything. It was, was it awesome. was it was great. It, it was, was a show. Yeah, on the edge, paid for the whole seat. Only used the edge for that race. Yeah, and and boys, boys, keep doing it because I I think the the better the better races we have, the more car count we have the more competition is going to come because they want to beat the best. That's what racing is, right? Yeah. You go and you seek out the best to try to beat the best. In my opinion, we have some of, if not the best, pure stock drivers in the state. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll say it. Yeah. I think, uh, I, again, Joey Got, Jarvis. Listen, guys from Monadnock, Lee, and Hudson start hearing that we were sending guys home. Yeah. Because there's that many cars. Some of those guys that are running up front at the Hudson, Lee, and Monadnock area may go, you know what? I might take a Friday night off and go up there and see what I can do because, man, if I can win at Monadnock and I'm beating 18 guys, I'd love to see what I could do having to go through yeah. knowing that there's a chance you could go home without ever seeing a racetrack. And listen, Claremont boys, if those boys from Monadnock and Hudson <laughs> and Lee come up here, you got to protect the turf, right? Because – Let's be honest. There are fast cars at all of those tracks. Oh yeah, right. I mean, there's some good wheels at all those tracks. And there's nothing better than going somebody else's home track and beating them. And beating them. Jimmy Renfro. Jimmy Renfro. (laughs) We'll get into that. We'll get into that. You want to talk about on rails, man? That that kid is just unreal, unbelievable. But yeah, listen, any you Manadnock Hudson Lee guys, you want to come up and test your luck? Come on up. Come on up. We'd we'd love to have the. We'd love to have the cars. We'd love to have the competition because I think it's really stout competition this year. So, so we'll hop into the mini stock race. This was a runaway. Yeah, an absolute yeah. just. Let's address it. Yeah. So Hayden Grenier, Hayden goes out there and just lays it to him. I mean, yeah. he legitimately looked like that car was just on rails. Yeah. Slot car. That's yep. what it looked like. That's exactly what it looked like. And, you know, they there was some, and I hate to call it like this, but there was some good racing second through fifth. Yeah. But if, if you didn't know what you were looking for, you would have thought that second through fifth was first through fourth because Hayden was in his own zip code yeah. way out in front. He was just hooked up today, man. He was bad fast. Hayden Grenier may be 
the the best uh, running back that never was. By the way, it's, yeah. it's high school. It really it really breaks my heart that uh, he gave up football to to chase racing. But after watching today, he made the right he, choice. He made the right choice. That's <laughs> a fact. I mean, he was on rails, and we had a conversation before the race. He said, uh, "If I win." I'm not painting the car. Yeah, for anybody that didn't go today, that was some mixed match panels on. The, it looked good. I mean, it was clean, well, but dude, it was. My point is, I looked at him. I was like, Hayden, paint don't make it faster. And he's like, he said oh, that. He said that in his interview. Yeah, paint doesn't make it it's faster. Exactly what he said. So Hayden, I, I say you just don't touch a thing. Listen, Hayden, at least put numbers on that thing. No, leave it just <laughs> as it don't is. Don't leave the duct tape numbers on Listen, there. You roll that thing off the trailer and people look at it, they're going to think that you're slow, and then you go out there and you blister everybody. Paint doesn't make it faster, Hayden. Keep doing what you're doing. Listen to Dad, whatever he's doing to that car. He's got it hooked up, bud. So then we had the uh, Skillings relatives finish second and third in that one. Yep. Nick, Nick Skillings finished second. Kale Skillings finished third. They had a decent little battle with Ray King Jr. in that class. Um, yep. Something happened mechanically, I think, to Ray because he all of a sudden came down the Pulled front off. stretch. Yeah, and he, it didn't sound right. And then he, I think, made about one more lap before he finally pulled off on the back stretch. So correct and, me if I'm wrong. When we went down to Loudon last week, yeah, they were there. The Skillings so, boys, yeah, they were there. Right? Uh, and again, I, I'm going to apologize if you guys listen to this. So I believe one of them is either an uncle or a cousin or something, and then. There's Dad, Desmond, and then there's Kale, and then there's Nick. There's actually three of them. There's oh. three Skillings boys. Oh. Desmond was running down at Loudon last weekend, which is the defending track champion of the mini stocks at Claremont Motorsports Park. Was he? He, he was, was not there, there today. Okay, nope. all right. He was My not. Fault. Just Kale and Nick were. I mean, again, from an announcer standpoint, they were a little difficult to try to announce for because they have the same exact paint scheme, same exact number of font, just different numbers. So when you look down quickly... To yeah. try to say, okay, hey, Kale's, oh, nope, Nick Skillings is in second, and <laughs> Kale's third. It's like, oh, boy. Yeah. But they were fast, man. They got it hooked up. They know what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll be, and that's another division I'd like to see grow a little bit. The 9, 10 cars was a little bit. But. Kind of sucked, but. I, yeah, I mean. It does. I mean, there's nothing, and again, I guess. Tours. They're, they're touring, though. Yeah, the mini stock tour does. Yeah. I mean, they did pretty well down there you know, <laughs> Loudon last weekend. Dude, uh, that Loudon show, that mini stock tour at Loudon was pretty sweet. And for for anybody that didn't go to that, Ray King to turn that car after hitting the front stretch wall, he hit the pit wall, smoked it, hit those sand barrels, blue sand everywhere. Yeah, we were yeah. on the red for a while. Yeah, he hit it right on that right rear tire, um, and carried the, the, carried the lid all the way down. Yeah, pit he road, did. Yeah, under the wheel. Yeah, carried it all the way down pit road, and then uh, got the car turned around so that way he could be here this weekend. Yeah, which was great. Good on him, man. Yeah, not a lot of guys would have done that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I, I would like to see a couple more mini stocks, but you know, that kind of is is hopefully they'll is, grow. Right? Hopefully. hopefully they'll grow. I mean, that's that's all you can say. Yep. So let's take a moment to hear from one of our sponsors. Apex Racing, located at 972 West Swansea Road in Swansea, New Hampshire, is now open and ready to assist you. Keep them in mind when the time comes for all your parts and accessory needs for your upcoming race season. Need help setting up and maintaining your car? Their in-house staff will be there to help you out with those needs as well. Last but not least, they will have the NHSTRA modified rides available for rent on a weekly basis. Apex, Apex Racing, Racing will see you in, in victory, victory Lane. Lane. Welcome back. 
Old Apex Racing right there, boys. Yeah. Hey, they had a win today. Corey. Yep. Shout out. Mr. Kimball had himself a day. Ugh. Let's jump into that street stock race. Oh, yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. I bet I put money down on this. 21 cars strong. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good, solid, um, it was a solid car count. Um, we got a little gnarly. A little? <laughs> we got a little gnarly before... We got gnarly in the heat race. Now, I'm going to need you to talk me through it because I only saw the aftermath of it, right? Love to. What, what do we got? You know, I've said it multiple times. If I'm taking anybody in that street stop. Taking race, Weasel. I'm taking oh, Weasel. Weasel. Right? I'm taking Weasel. And that four car, look, that new car. Oh, Who got into it? <sighs> I don't remember. Uh, I, I, I don't know, but... Oh, God, I wish I remember. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm, and I'm not trying to be mean. I really legitimately cannot remember who actually got into the side of him. I think everybody... Crinkled up that door hard. Dude, oh, so God. hard. And I moseyed that way after the the heat You just race. like drama. I don't like drama. <laughs> you, just, love, you love racetrack drama. I... No. Yes, you do. So here's what I like. I like passion. Oh, that boy's got it. And if you want passion... Chris Rando has passion in spades. You know who also you know who also has passion? Larry Rando has passion in spades. So when I moseyed that way, I know better than to go up and try to talk to him because he's going to be heated. But Weasel was hot under the collar. You weird. Know, weird. But but to his defense, it's heat race one, lap one on the on the first race. You know what I mean? Now I don't. I wish I could. I wish I could remember who yeah, did it. I wish it. I could remember and like how it all happened, but I need to bring a notebook up there. Yeah, I know. But uh, my point is like, fellas, take it easy. It's heat race. Yeah, I mean, again, they had 21 cars. So you knew everybody was going to make the show. Yeah. And there's poor weasel with a crinkled in door on that gorgeous brand new race car that is yeah. now destroyed because yeah. of a heat race. And then to weasel's defense, he's like, so now we have to spend this time getting it back to where it's, Race Raceable ready and not making it faster. Yeah, which you're wasting time. You're legitimately wasting, you're wasting time, time at the racetrack. You know? So for anybody that doesn't know, and if you're in the pit area, the biggest thing I can tell you is go look at what it says over the driver's side door on that if race you car. Want entertainment or excitement? You want excitement? I'm your man. You want excitement? I'm your man. Right underneath Chris Weasel Riendu over the door, and he was. I mean, he. He struggled a little bit today. The car wasn't probably quite to his liking. I think you said he he, he felt like as if he got put in a bad spot during the race at some point. Yep. Kind of got bottled up there. But yep. unfortunately, that's what happens when you have a bad heat race, gets hit in the door, finishes towards the back of his heat race. And with heat races, when they matter as much as they do in the first few weeks, because you basically start heads up from your heat race, that's what happens. Yeah. It's unfortunate because, again, nothing would have been better with those guys up front than throwing Weasel in there from the get-go, but he had to come from 15th, yeah. 16th. Yeah. But let's talk about one other thing in that division. What's that? I'm a bit, again, I've, I've now, I've, I've, I've grown to become a Chris fan. Yeah. I've grown to be a fan of some of those cars. Right. Let's talk about that sweet-looking number 73 Camaro street stock that was out there. Oh, Tetro? Tetro? Oh, oh, my dude. God. I love that car. Dude, that thing is clean yeah. and just mean-looking. Yeah. For anybody that doesn't know, if you go to um, New England Racers, whatever, yeah, chat on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, New England Race Chatter. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. 
Uh, Furland posted a picture of that car first thing this morning or late last night. It is all red, black numbers with a yellow outline, and it is a mean looking. Yeah, it looks gorgeous, dude. That's a gorgeous looking car. Weird that the vinyl guy would have a nice looking race car, huh? (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) That's very true. I had that conversation with Buzzy, too. I was like, man. These all these cars look nice, right? Like Chris car, Chris car looks nice. Dave's green sets new cars, really nice. Renfro's cars always, always nice. looks good. Yeah, but that's there's something about that Camaro. It looks sharp. That red, that uh, I love it, dude. And I, that boy went. He went to the front. He went to the front. He was uh, he was rolling pretty good. He's he's gonna be he's gonna be a player in the game. That's for sure. I don't think you see anybody get over four or five wins in that division this year. Which to Dave, well, I think we had Greenslit said that. Greenslit said that. that. Greenslit yeah. said if you can get four or five wins, you're going to be doing a stroke of business in that class. Yo, how about Greenslit and Renfro just going back and forth? Oh. And Uncle back I was at a pack. Jack was right there, baby. Rolled that out in victory lane for you too. Did you? Uh, yeah, I said back every of the pack, Jack. <laughs> yeah, everybody, your third place finisher, Jack McClay, comes around the car. Says, "Is this where I start the back of the pack, Jack, or back no?" He just starts laughing. Pack, Man, I'm telling you right now. He had green slit on one of those restarts. He, he he cleared him coming down the back stretch. Yep. He got by him in three and four, came across the line in second, and the yellow came out. And because only one or two cars came back, we reverted back yeah, to. The, oh, I'm like, oh my, Jack, what are yeah. you doing? Yeah, and then he tried. He tried I mean, everything. Time. I mean, he. But you got to give it to green slit, dude. He I held mean, his own. He held his own. He Renfro tried to. Renfro tried to run him up a little bit. Greenslit wasn't having any part of that. To he be, was pitching him back down. To be fair, did you see when they re-racked him? Yes. They'd get the one to go, and Greenslit would just purposely, like, whop, yeah. get a car length out in front of Renfro. I'm like, I literally said over the mic, I'm like, if he's trying to get in Jimmy's head, ain't working. Yeah, I mean, dude, <laughs> it's, but it's hard to get in. I think it's hard to get in. I, I would love to get Jimmy on here. Just he agreed. Did he? I asked him today. Hell yeah. Let's go. I did pick on him a little bit and told him you were a bigger fan of Max Dolliver than you were of him. Because Yo, of, yeah. Matt Max and that mullet. Yeah. I want Max Dolliver too. <laughs> Max, I know you. I think you've liked the Facebook page. Oh, yeah. I really want Max Dolliver. And he, listen, he likes the Instagram page too, so I know he likes some of our stuff. So Max, he listens. Please, for the love of God. And he, if there's any way I can get it. I don't know if you have t-shirts. I want a Mad a Max, Mad Max t-shirt. It's so great, dude, with the hair. The lettuce. Oh, my God. Got a head of lettuce on him. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's great. Um, Yeah, I talked to Jimmy this morning up in the tower, and he's just like, ah, it's slow. Like, come on. Renfro. Really? I watched you down at Loud, and he's like, ah, we got lucky. (laughs) You did not. Well, he smoked. He got got very unlucky in the ACT car. He said junk. Junked it. Junk. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, he hit with a ton down there on the back stretch. He got yeah. he got put in a bad position. He was three wide. He yep. was in the middle. Kind of got the air taken off the right rear. Boy, just barely out of two. Got squirrely, and he teed yeah. up that back stretch wall about head on. Smoked it hard. Then he pirouetted there for a little bit down the back stretch too. He Lucky did. he didn't get hit. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad he. That one was a. Little, it was a scary. Was a little scary. And then he comes out and dusts the field in smoked the street stock race. Just smoked him. Dusted him. So that's what I said to him when I got there. I'm like, man, you uh, you really laid it to him last weekend down aloud. And he's like, yeah, it was all right. We got lucky. Yeah. We did this. We did that. Know. But oh, I, it's kind of slow. I'm like I really? Heard, <laughs> I heard from a little bird that uh, Jimmy just races up here during, until, during until the Lee summer. starts. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is he'll race in New England yeah. right until the snow falls, and then he heads down south. Sounds just, like a perfect plan. Just races down south like that. 
sounds like the greatest. I think I need to be on that program. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know how you get on that, Jimmy, but let you They'll let us know. know. If let you want hey, if you want Renfrew Racing to be the biggest sponsor in turn four podcast history, you just yeah, let us know. We'll do that know. up. But, but he uh, he was stout today. I mean every and stout. again, you're never gonna catch a Jimmy Renfrew sleeping ever on a restart. Ever. Well, I mean, knock on what if you do you better, it's your lucky day. You better yeah. buy a Powerball because you you're going to hit that on your way home, too. Exactly. You better hope somebody got that on video and then you <laughs> cherish that video for the rest of your life. Put it in a clip uh, reel. Put it up in a frame so that way you can press play every time you walk through your door because yeah. he 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 had a couple of them where him and David were even because David got good restarts. Yep. But every other time, he just he had half a car by the time they went down into turn one of a lead on green slip before, which, again, Part of the thing is, if anybody's never been to Claremont Motorsports Park, they have the restart zone yeah. going through three and four. It's green, right? What what do we call it? Uh, the, uh, trailer Country trailer Restart country Zone. Restart. Shout out to Trailer Country. Yeah. If you want to help us with the podcast, yeah. reach out. So you're allowed to fire anywhere in that box. Yep. Some guys consistently fire right as soon as they cross that first white line. Some guys wait until the second white line. Yeah. Jimmy, you have no idea when he's going to fire. He mixes it up. Oh, every time. Every a, time. He did a really good job at Loudon of breaking the draft, too. Like, Oh, like yeah, he did. He went down to that. Snapped it. Wow. Yeah. Um, boy's not afraid of it. No. And, I mean, not knocking Greenslit. Greenslit had a decent run. Uh, he said Decent a, run? Yeah, he's right there with Renfro all what, night. Well, when you win as many races as he did last year and you national win a Division two national championship. That pays $0 for Second place isn't good enough. Well, I mean, it's a brand new car, right? Well, that's what he said Five in victory lane. He's like, yeah, we got a little bit of work to do if we want to catch Jimmy. Yeah. And Little Bird told me up in the, the, the handicapper tower after the race that he might be back this Friday night. Who? Jimmy? Or Renfro. Really? Gonna come up and run again. Jimmy, keep coming back, <laughs> dude. Keep coming. Because he, I think He runs helps. Lee full time. Yeah. I, that's I, the hard part. I is, get it. I understand it. As but, he put it, 30 minutes to, from your house or two hours from well, your house? Where like, are you running? That's like us going to Claremont. Oh, yeah. Us going to yeah. Monadnock. I love Monadnock to pieces. But it's an hour away every time. Claremont's two miles from my yeah, house. It's great. You know, I get it. But, Jimmy, if you're listening to this, please keep coming back because I... As much as you can. I believe that when guys like Jimmy Renfro show up... Everybody puts, steps up their game. Everybody steps up. They go, okay... Here's Jimmy. We know he doesn't mess around. Not saying that they don't do that on But it kicks you up because, yeah. again, instead of going out there and your benchmarker is Greenslip, yeah. now you've got, well, crap. When he rolls into town, Greenslip's benchmark goes up a notch because yep. he's got he's to compete with Jimmy, which makes everybody else have to step up a little bit. And I love it. And, again, like we said, Jack had a great run for being the first time that that car has been in a race. Brand new car, which again, same thing with Green Slip. Brand new car. You got to work out a few few bugs here and there. Um, Jeremy ended up pretty decent up in the top seven or eight. I think he ended up finishing. Brianna had a pretty good run. Tatro. Is he the, is he the 10Z or the 10? 10, 10 New Hampshire. He's the 10NH. Okay, so. 10Z Jimmy, is Jimmy. He's Jimmy, okay. That's not going to be for a while. Yeah, I um, I mean when Dylan's when Dylan's going that fast, yes, I get it. Maybe we'll see Dilly in there. Hey, now that'd be sick, huh? That'd he, be something. He keeps rattling off trophies. We might have to kick Uncle Jared to the side. Well, that's fair. <laughs> Although Jared did look good, man. He lo- and again, same thing. Kind of just hung around for a little while. Kind of let all the chips fall as they may. And next thing you know, there's Uncle Jared just refiring sixth. 
Yeah. Up in the front, no. Rihanna had a good run, too. Yeah. That 02. And that's I, a sharp-looking race car, too. It is. It's. I mean. You know what really kind of throws me off a little bit, though, is the pinks are a little. You got to do that. It's contrast, buddy. Yeah, um, I get it. You know how you threw out that fancy good. color last week yeah, there? Yeah, it's yeah, contrast. Yeah. You can actually. So those of us that have a job at the racetrack, I not get just it. get to mingle, we can tell the difference. I get it. She was fast. Man. She was fast. And again, same thing. Brand new car. Yeah. Got to figure it out. Yeah. I think she'll be stout by the week three, week four, once she finally figures that thing out. Yeah. And that'll be a fast race car. And I hope like hell. We got to get her on. We got to get her on here. We'll get her and Dilly together. I th- listen, <laughs> I think I think she deserves her own. I mean, right. She's been racing for how long? Yeah, she used to race dirt before this. I'm saying, dude, yeah. I, th- I think she's got stories, man. And yeah. I feel like I might be don't... wrong. I might be wrong, so I'll let her tell the story. Yeah. But I think actually the decision to go asphalt racing yeah. was she was running like micro sprints or something up on the dirt and ended up barrel rolling one of those. And her dad said, "No more, no oh, more. We're going asphalt open. racing." Yeah, they're open wheeled yeah. wing cars. Basically, they're just smaller. You know, basically world outlaw cars, smaller, a little less horsepower and stuff. But she ended up barrel rolling somewhere, wrecking really hard somewhere. And her dad basically was like, "We're going dirt racing because that's not going to happen." Listen, as far and I don't want to make this a male female thing, but she's the only female in that division, right? That division, yep. In that yep. division, yep. Not saying that the whole track, but in that division. Oh uh, no, no, she's not. Who's Kaylee Eastman? Kaylee Eastman, um, whose significant other is Brian Roby. They built so the the forty four. Scott Spaulding ride that Brian uh, ran a few times last year. Yeah, yeah. Kaylee's in that this year. She's in the eighty-five. Today was her very first race behind the behind the wheel of that thing. How'd she do? She didn't do bad. She stayed out of the way. And I don't mean to. Be, I, I don't mean that to be funny or mean. Yeah. She ran a few enduros last year and did very well. And decided she wanted to try it out. Was the story I heard. So, between Scott Spaulding, Brian Roby, and that whole crew, got her into that car. It's it's a it's a different game than just running a. Enduro, right, right? And she figured that out, I think, rather quickly. But it's a big jump. She also was not all over the place. She held a line. She didn't. She didn't get scared when you know the leaders came around her or whatever it may be. Right. She wasn't in the way. Is the best way to put it. Which is just you hate to say it, but that's the first big step. She didn't. She didn't intentionally wreck anybody. It wasn't. It wasn't She's anything bad. She's she was turning laps. She's getting yeah, used to it. it. Exactly. I get it. Which is a huge step. So yeah, you have two females in that division. That's awesome. Yeah. That's uh, that's awesome in the sense of like, again, I don't want to make this a male female thing. It's just I think the sport could use a little bit the more. Sport, of it. Yeah, man. I mean, the sport can use a little a little shot in the arm as far as like you know, yes, you can get crawl behind the wheel and just start start smoking the whole field. You know, um, I think Brianna's she's right there, dude. She's a contender. Yeah, I think she gets a couple trophies this year. I think so too. Yeah. I think when the chips fall, she's going to end up with a few trophies this again, year. Again, yeah, and that's kind of like the other thing we talked about, right? Some nights it's better to be lucky than good. You said if you have your cha- if you have the option of being lucky or good, I'll take luck a hundred times out of a hundred, hundred percent. Sometimes you just got to have the chips fall, and you know that's hundred percent, man. That's what it is. So Brianna, let's. Uh, well, <laughs> we got to get you on. Here. <laughs> All right, so the last race of the night. Wait, did we go over the who it was Renfro? Yeah, Green, so uh, yeah, Jack. Right? We'll do a recap at the end. Too. Okay, all right. So then you had the late model sportsman race. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not a big field. No. Uh, Not nine a big cars. field, but a lot of action. A lot of drama. We'll call it. I wouldn't even call it drama. 
Well, <laughs> I don't think it was drama. I think it was pa- again. I I like to I like to separate the two, right? Like I think there's actual drama that doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, and then there's passion when oh, guys yeah. are like a rivalry. a rivalry. We've talked about this a lot. I think and we, I, think I think we got today, a good one. I think today was the start of a fresh rivalry in that division. Yeah. So again, for anybody that hasn't been to the racetrack, we've got Mr. Radical Ricky Bly with his nice hybrid. Yeah. Outlaw body with the ABC front end on it, and then you've got the fully house made outlaw body of Ben Poland. That double zero, that sexy machine. And kryptonite himself. And let me tell you what, those two boys put on a clinic at the start of that race. Oh, yeah, they did. They were the fastest two guys on the property today for that division. Yep. Ricky started on the pole. Yeah. Benny outside pole. Benny on the outside pole. Took Benny, by the way, in the bets. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, I would have too. So they kind of they they took off and ran away from Dallas oh, yeah, for a while. It was a, it was a one two show there for a little bit. And Benny Benny had a couple opportunities there to get underneath Ricky. Yep. Didn't take him. Nope. Did and not take. Eh, him. He did not take him the first couple times. He had those opportunities. Uh, kind of got down to what was it, ten to go, twelve to go there, something like that, seven I think to go. Was, I, I honestly, when that happened, I think it was like fifteen to go because I looked at my race monitor. It was when, the second half of the race. When the, yeah, so when the caution came out, I looked at Miles and Miles was like a, the old AB rule, and I was like, "Damn, yeah, we're both Benny. going to the rear." Yeah, well, well, there's Benny sitting there with a flat tire, right? And, and I, the clutch blown out of the car, which is yeah. why he couldn't run, why yeah. he couldn't refire. It had no clutch in the thing. Yeah, so um. I was talking to Miles, and I was like, you know, the crazy part about this is there's 15 laps to go. Ricky, by no means, is out of this. And he's like, well, if they can get that tire fixed on Benny's car, Benny in no way is out of this. So for anybody that wasn't there, basically what happened was... <laughs> or what we... Hold on. What we no, think yeah. happened. Ben got a good run coming off of turn two. Okay. Stuck the nose underneath Ricky. Down the back straight. Down the back straightaway. Okay. They went down into three and four. Yep. Ben felt like he was there. Ricky felt like he wasn't. Right. Ricky moved down a little bit. It looked from our perspective, we were not in the driver's seat. We right. were not in the car. So we are not saying what actually happened. We are telling you what we think happened. Yeah. Ricky came down. Ben went up. Whatever way you want to see it. And they got hooked. And they both went around. They both went around. So at that point in time, your number one and number two car went to the rear. And they, and to preface that though, they had been battling for oh god man five six seven laps. Yeah. you know Ben they were there. Ben Ben was there, backed out of it. Ben was there, backed out of it. Ricky gets a little loose. Ben sticks his nose in there, can't quite finish it. Just kept going that way. They were both bad fast today, dude. And I mean, so fast. I'm not taking anything away from Ricky and Ben. I'm not. But with nine cars and only six on the lead lap at that point, you knew they were going to be back up there. And I honestly think that's a different race if they gave Ben one more lap to get down on the racetrack because you figure Ben refired ninth behind all three of the lap down cars. Yeah. And Ricky got to refire from fifth. Yeah. I mean, I guess. So here's kind of my dilemma, right? My dilemma is I've never sat in a car. You have. Right. I only know a limited amount of information when it comes to what a hole actually looks like and when the driver... I've always heard the adage, if there's a hole there, you fill it. Right? You fill as it. As a driver. 
looking at it live in my brain, I was like, oh, man, I, that's that's close. I don't know if a hole was there, if it wasn't there. And then I start, you know, scuttlebutt started. Oh, quickly, up, quickly, right? you know, people, <laughs> quickly. People started going back and forth of like he had him. At, he was at the tire, you know. No, he wasn't at the tire. He was at the tire. Well, uh, the race ends. Right, Dallas ultimately wins. Ricky comes in second. Yeah. Benny comes in third. Which they came back up through quick. And let me <laughs> tell you right now yeah. that the fastest man in that race at the last five laps of that race, last six laps of that race, was old Kryptonite himself. Yeah, he, he was, was flying. Which, by the way, I think we need to p- take a pin in this and and say that Dallas did exactly what Dallas's job was to do. He ran away on that restart. Dallas ran, ran away and away hit from. Everybody the field, on the that field. Restart. He Ran he he jumped out to a second and a half lead yep. off of that restart, which gave him the gap. To all of a sudden, once Ben got back to Ricky, which yep. they were second and third at that point, those two slowed down just a little bit, which allowed Dallas to stay out front. I'm not knocking Dallas. Yep. Dallas took Dallas took care did, of his equipment, yep. did exactly what he needed to do, yep. and he was fast at the end. I mean, he was yes, only. He was. He was only a tenth slower than what those guys were coming through the field, and then once everybody made it out and was in the positions that they finished, they were running identical lap times. And I don't. And this may be my, I mean, a little bit our fault collectively is like I don't think we touch on how good Dallas's car is. And, and again, good here let's let's have is. that conversation because that's an ABC body car. I know. That I don't know. have any downforce whatsoever Doesn't, compared to those other two boys. Yep. And he was running comparable lap times to them the last six laps of that race. I had race monitor in front of me as I was announcing that race. And Ricky was probably, no exaggeration, less than half a tenth quicker. And then Dallas was a thousandth quicker. Yeah. They were flip-flopping lap times the last five or six laps of that race. And there. he's, again, Dallas has got an old ACT late model is what he's got. That is an ABC body. It yep. is nothing special underneath it. It is an ABC style late model is what that car is. And Dallas he did just, yeah, Dallas can drive. He did exactly what he needed to do. Yep. Got out front, ran away, and hid. Yeah. So shout out to Dallas, but the excitement happened. Unfortunately, it was. It was the one-two position. Yeah. And, and, of course, I hate to say it like this as well. As soon as that restart happened, and then Ben got clear of Ryan Bell and yeah. Tyler, yeah. when he got clear of those boys... And got into third. I can tell you right now from the announcer's booth, looking down, that's everybody what was what they were watching was yeah. what Ben was gonna do once he got back to Ricky. Yep. And he had a shot. I mean, he he came down into turn three coming to the white flag and he had the opportunity. Yeah. And well, he and, and I'm saying to be dirty. He yeah, had the opportunity to definitely. be dirty. And Ben did not, which yeah. is not his style. He wasn't going out there to flat out wreck him. He understands it was night one. He may have been frustrated once they get up into pit road, which is perfectly acceptable. Yeah, we'll talk about that here in a second. <laughs> but from an announcer's point of view and a fan's point of view, from sitting high above the flag stand. So so you think he had you think he was at the tire? It looked that way from where I was sitting. It okay. looked like he was there. But it also looked like a racing deal that they just they they ran each other hard. They were banging all race. Ricky was not gonna give him an extra inch to get in there. He was not gonna do it. Yeah, which is fine, man. And you know what? I don't think David Greenslit would have done it. I don't think Jimmy Zulo would have done it. I don't think any of those guys that run up front consistently 
would have done it. Yeah. It just sucked to watch your number one and two car get turned around in the middle of three and yeah. four. Well, at the end of it, they were coming around three. That's where I was standing. And old Benny Pullen pulled up right next to Radical Ricky Bly. And I believe there were some words thrown back and forth at each other. Maybe some hand gestures. I'm not sure. As there should be, yeah. because those are two very passionate race car drivers. And I, again, I've said it multiple times. If anybody is about it, Benny Pullen is about it. If anybody doesn't care what anybody thinks about them, it's Benny. Well, well, actually, Ricky too. Ricky, Ricky doesn't. Get, Ricky's Ricky doesn't not there to care. make friends. Ricky is not there to make friends. Ricky is there to win races, and they pulled up into Tech, and somehow got parked right next to each other. That's how they do it. They park one, <laughs> two, and three. Well, no. So it went Dallas. Tyler got Teched. Correct, because he finished fifth. But it was only Dallas. Tyler Bell Benny. should have been up there. I did not see Bell, and I'm not saying. I'm not saying. That he wasn't there, I didn't see him. He okay. may have been up there. I just didn't see him because okay. I was so focused on okay. what was going up there. But how they lined up was it was Dallas, Tyler, Benny, Ricky is what I saw. And I walked over and I was like, who, who is letting these two park next to each other at Tech? Benny gets out, walks over to Ricky's car. Ricky's still in the car. They're having a very heated conversation. I'm not close enough. To really hear, and we don't need to air out their dirty laundry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this situation is between the two of them. Whatever was said between the two of them is was said between the two of them. But it was a very heated, very um, animated discussion, and I believe some some crew members from both sides were John, were John, uh, back and forth. And at first, um, I think that they just kind of agreed to disagree, which is fine, until somebody came out with a camera and this is where kind of my my stance changed a little bit somebody apparently had taking had been taking photographs of that particular lap coming out of two to the back stretch going into three the pictures make it look like and this is from a non-driver perspective man but i gotta say the pictures make it look like benny was at the tire is what it makes it look like and i hope that uh, my hope is whoever has those pictures, post them. And everybody can kind of make their decision off of what those pictures say. I mean, to me, it looks like Benny was there. When we were when we, it was live, didn't look like there was a hole for Benny to be in. And to be fair, we can have our opinion. I could think that Ben was there, Ricky just didn't give him enough room. They got into each other. It's a race and deal, put them both to the rear, live on to fight another day. Yep. That's the way I could look at it. You could look at it as Ben was there. You could look at it that Ricky was there. We well, could look at it any. We could look at it any way we want. Yeah. You know. You, you know what? It it, matter. What it matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That and a quarter will get you a cup of coffee at the gas station. I that, mean, very true. And ultimately, I think it was a racing deal, right? The, those are. If it wasn't malicious. Chalked, yeah. If yeah. Anything's chalked up is to hard racing. Like that was hard racing. Benny feels a type of way about it. Ricky feels a type of Ricky way about feels it, a type and of way about that's it. how you've just got to move on at this point. I mean, it doesn't matter. You hate to say it, Sunday night at the tech area is not the time. Again, I'm not saying if I was Benny, I would have gone over. If I was Ricky, I would have gone over because that's just how you are as a race car driver. Yeah. But that conversation between the two of them of who was right, who was wrong, probably needs to be had on Wednesday. Maybe. When, you, when you've had time to call, like I still want the stuff at the racetrack because that's what fuels a rivalry like yeah. that. 
And I think if both of which again we know Benny's going to run a full year. Oh yeah. But if Ricky runs the full year, I hope he does. Which I we, so. which I hope he does. Yeah. That's going to fuel. Oh yeah. I mean, again, Dallas looked decent. Dallas, he looks fast. He looks fine. Ryan Bell didn't look that bad. Yeah. Lescord had the red car back out. He yeah. didn't look too too bad. Yeah, man. I mean. Rolled back. it right off the. I, I told Daddy Dave afterwards. It must be nice to roll it right off the stacker and bring out a backup car like it's Cup Series. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah. So, but the one thing I took out of this whole thing with Ricky and, and Benny today was after everybody separated, right after all the words were exchanged, Benny took a second. Ricky, Ricky, <laughs> Ricky took a second, and then Ben. Calmly lit a cigarette, walked back over where it was just the two of them. They were having a conversation, and towards the end, there were some a little bit of laughing, a little bit, a little bit of smiles, a little bit of shaking the head. I think this is kind of one of those deals where chalk it up. That's racing. Chalk it up to that's racing. We're gonna let sleeping dogs lie. However, this happening week one is awesome. Is awesome. It makes me super excited. For the rest of the year. Yeah. Because you know those two, if Ricky is running a, a full season, I'm assuming he is, but I, I know. We hope. To assume. Yep. Yeah, we hope. we hope. It's He's been known to go around and go race Lee on a Friday night because he can and yeah. do everything else. I mean, he's another one. He wants to race where there's cars. I mean, if Lee rolls out night one and has 22 of these late model sportsmen, yep. it wouldn't surprise me to see Ricky roll down there. And that's not what we want yeah, for our home track. But, want. I mean, it... it, it I loved it. It hurt to only see nine of those cars roll down on well, the racetrack. I mean, so but again, Aaron wasn't there. Aaron well, had, Aaron was focused on the modified. Exactly. Aaron had the, the Quest for Cup double to thirty fives for them started today. Yep. It's the first Quest for the Cup race. He's got the mod. He was trying to chase that cup, whatever, for the NHSTRA. So he only rolled out with the modified. Yeah. And so that's another top notch car. Yeah, that wasn't there. I mean, it's a top three car. Yeah, and it's just there's plenty of those cars in this area, those late model sportsmen. There's plenty of them there. But you yeah. also look, and you and I and Tyler know because of our group chat, how many of those race cars did we see this week alone go up for sale? Two, three, yeah, four of them. I mean, yeah, disheartening. For it, sure. it is, and again, it's people grow out of it. They build houses. They start businesses. They focus on a street stock, whatever it may be, which sucks. But to be fair, after watching the product that we saw on the racetrack today, the two divisions that you need to keep your eye on at Claremont Motorsports Park, pure stocks and street stocks. See, I'm not fully sold on that. I'm not fully sold on that. Just, And I'm not saying that the late model sportsman race wasn't a bad race, but... You watch those the the pure stocks and the street stocks. You watch, and there's ten guys that can win out there. Yeah. And then you watch that late model sportsman. And today, not taking anything away from all the guys that raced, you had three guys that could have won that race today, and that was it. That was it. Yeah, which is frustrating. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, that that is it. That is very frustrating. I I'm not gonna say that I was bummed to not see Aaron there because I love that. I love that he's in a mod. Because but I, you want to see a Benny, a Ricky. Yeah, you yeah, want to see them knock off the so Superman. Bad. So well, well, 
either knock off the Superman or the Superman still says you're yeah, still this is my not track. good enough this yeah. year, boys. You want to see that. You want to see, see. Yeah. And it, and, it, and again, that does suck because yeah. it would have been nothing better. Because you hate to say it, but that would have been a four-car race at that point. Yep. That would have been Ricky, Ben, yep. Dallas, and Aaron would have really put on a show, I think. And again, yep. Ryan Bell wasn't too, too bad, but he rolled in way late on the day. Again, Tyler's, yeah. Tyler ran the red car. Matt That's Winters true. is a rookie candidate. Uh, Chris yep. Jackman, I know, has run some stuff on and off in that division. Yep. Didn't do too, too bad, but some of those guys definitely need to work on their stuff after what Ricky and Ben put on for a show up in the front of that field. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess, you're, I guess you're not wrong. I always feel bad telling people that they need to work on their stuff. Cause it's what you, hey, listen, I don't know anything about it. If you, know you I mean? don't go home with a first place trophy, you need to work. Christ, yeah. Hayden Grenier won by eight seconds over the second place car in the mini stock race. And I'm like, man, that thing was on rail set. And he's like, I was a little tight coming off the corner. What? Well, that's Hayden, though, dude. Yeah, but that's a race car driver. Yeah. I would love to see Hayden step up in divisions. And and they have a lot of time and, and stuff wrapped up into that mini stock. And he enjoys the mini stock. And I'm, and I'm grateful that he's even, you know, racing. Ra- racing. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's super awesome to see him like grow, like literally as a kid, dude. Yeah. Like as a seventh grader playing football for me up to, I don't, I, he's probably graduated now. I don't even know. I think he, or probably. maybe a senior. I actually I think know. he may be a senior this year. It's It's been wild. No, man, no. Let's talk that. about Dilly. You and I have both known Dilly yeah. since that kid was born. Yeah, that's very boy, true. Boy, we watched that boy roll tonight. Yeah, that's Rolled. very true, man. So we'll talk about the last race of the day, the modified, the NHSTRA's second 35 lapper comes out. So I'll give you a little tidbit here. I was like five laps to go watching Benny and uh, Ricky battle it out, and all of a sudden I got Tara tapping me on the shoulder, and she's like, hey, no victory lane, so don't go running. I'm like, what? What are we talking about? And she points over to Mount Scutney, and it is gone. Yeah. That rain socked right in. I love that adage. I actually thought about that on yeah. my way back up from Foxwoods today. If you can see Mount Scutney, we're, we're racing today. If, if you can't, can't see it, we're all done. And all of a sudden, like with like 10 laps to go, apparently that thing got socked right in and I, yeah. he didn't even think we were going to get the rest of the super or the late model sportsman in. Yeah. Fog on the hills. Oh, it got brutal. So they rolled out on the racetrack and they tried to keep some heat in that racetrack and then it just, it settled right in. Track got soaked. So, unfortunately, we didn't get to see the second modified feature, which sounds like, I believe, Park said before we left, it was May 14th they're going to make up that race. At Claremont? To make up, the, they got to run oh, both of them. I thought we were going to, wait, so is that triples? No. No, no, no. So, what they'll do that night is it'll be double 35, it'll be double features that night for the modifieds. So, the first, b- before heat races, they're going to roll those modifieds back down on the racetrack and make them all run that second feature that night. Let's go. And then we'll do heat races. Let's and then go, we'll do, Parks. Yeah. So they because they have to, because they've advertised that it's double 35s, right. twin 35s. So now you have to. I love it. Keep those mod guys coming back, dude. dude. Also, side note, real quick Todd Patno's car looks that's gorgeous looking that's a gorgeous awesome dude i got to see it up close today for the first time whoa dude i'm not usually that neon yellow fan but kimball's ride with those yellow nerf bars boy apex racing yeah them boys did a good job and Cordy's looks good with the red because i'm a big fan of red yeah but that yellow really pops yeah 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 for sure there's a lot of good looking mods out there man yeah I want to see more, obviously, because I'm... I was going to say, I'd love to see 24 of them, but... Yeah, that'd be, that'd be sick, right? 
Maybe. Maybe. Anyways. Wait, maybe. Down in Manadnock next weekend. Yeah, baby. Uh, Tri-Track. No, I wasn't even talking Tri-Track. I was talking NHS TRA. Wait. They're thinking they're, they're thinking they're going to have 24 to 26 of those things next Saturday night. Really? Yeah. Listen, I would love to get I would love to use this as a way to get guys to like reach out if they're interested so we can kind of line things up. Yeah. So for those that don't know, we're going to Monadnock to cover yeah. the tri track in the Grand, Grand State, State Pro, Pro Stock, Stock series, series on Sunday. Yeah. So we're gonna be down there for the Hit weekend. Hit us up. Hit us up on the um, Facebook page, Twitter, or Instagram. We yeah. will be down there. We'd love to get five, ten minutes with it. Anybody yeah. that wants it. Uh, what we're going to just do for next weekend is we're going to kind of just mash all those interviews together. They might be just separate podcasts for us. We might just throw up, here's our Saturday one from down there. Here's yeah. our Sunday one. So that way it's not too, too long. Yep. Um, look for those probably later on in that week. Uh, we'll still do our Claremont recap and everything else, but that's what we're hoping to do next weekend. Again, it's, it doesn't have to be super long. I know yeah. you guys Five are going to be turning, 10 minutes. turning on your cars. We got a golf cart lined up. I'm pretty sure. I think so. Yeah. I think that's what Zayama told us. Scoop you up, come back. Just, just real quick stuff, man. JB, uh, I know you're probably not going to listen Woody to this. Woody Pickett. Woody, uh, Kobe, you've been ducking me for far too long, Doug Kobe. I want that interview, and I know you're going to be up here. So listen, we got one more segment we haven't talked about. What's that? Come, come out of four, four side, side by side, by side to, take to take the checker, checker flag. flag and, and, oh, oh my God, God can, can you believe the move that, that guy just pulled? pulled what a bonehead! It's the Zulu Fabrication Bonehead, bonehead, bonehead Move of the Week. It's the first week you and I get to discuss who was a bonehead at the racetrack this weekend. Right. So me as the announcer, I got to watch every heat race and every feature. You as the fan kind of missed some here and there because you went chasing what was going on behind the scenes, which is fine. Yeah. I, no, I also went chasing to get... Uh, I, Listen, we got some. I locked down some drivers, some old school drivers. That's today. fine. Saw some legends in the pits. <laughs> so we got some good. Big Jer wasn't there. Ones. That's, that's <laughs> very true. That's very true. But some legends were there, and uh, I got a few of them uh, talked into coming on. So, so I'm going to give you the bonehead move of the week then for me. All right, you give it to me. Tell me what's up. So we're going to move it back to the six shooter race. Mr. Snide, Cooch Snide, was running second or third. Had a guy come in, get into him, and basically flat out wrecked him going into one. That would have been my bonehead move had Cooch not come back out and wrecked him in the ensuing restart and put him right in the infield. Wait, so t- wait, what? So he, he got he got wrecked. Second. Yeah, okay. he got wrecked by a lap car going into turn one. Okay, lap car got up into him and basically finished him off. Yellow comes out. Oh, that's tough. Cooch gets a flat tire, goes up, changes tire, comes back down. On the next restart, literally right after this happened, Cooch turns left and spins the guy on the restart and pays him back. I mean, and then that's fair play. To pulls right off the racetrack. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna do it, stay out there. Uh, I, that's just my opinion. Yeah, that's tough, man. <laughs> I if I was running second, and I got taken out. I'd be. It's frustrating, but to be fair, there was only four cars on the lead lap. He had the chance to still podium. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get to see any really any of that race. Um, but he was running second or third. It was him, Dustin, Bucky, yep. and Shaw. Yep, were your top four. And I believe again they were the only four cars on the lead lap. He literally decided to wreck somebody instead of fighting to try to get back up into a trophy position. 
That's why I see just I think it was a bonehead move. Did he have to go to the back? Well, yeah, he spun, but he's still see. Yeah, but there's see, dude. This is the A B rule. No, there's this no A B rule. He spun. He he was the cause of the caution. It does not matter how it happened. He was the cause of the caution. No, 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 no. You don't get to keep your spot. What I'm saying is he's running second. Yeah. Gets taken out by somebody. Yeah, he spun. Bro. He was the caution. There's no bro about it. He was Uh, the caution. Okay. What if if he gets taken out on purpose? Okay. It's the A-B rule? No, timeout. Let's back this up. Let's get into this for a second. Okay. So you think Ricky should have kept his spot? Well, dude, not... Okay. So I see your point. I see your point. Honestly. He was the cause of the caution. I get it. Yeah. I mean, that's A-B all there rule. is to it. Yeah, it's I not guess. even the AB rule. He was the one that went around. He spun. You intentionally take it. Doesn't matter. How many times have you watched Bowman Gray where guys get flat out wrecked and it does not matter? Yeah, it, I that's, just, I that's racing. Real, I have a really tough so wait, time with that. You you think he should have got third place back? I, I don't. He was intentionally taken out. I think he should get to keep his spot, but. I get why that the rule is in place. It takes away the gray area for it. It's just a it's just a straight up call. Gray area. He was the caution. He but went what around. What you're telling me is he, he got was taken running out. Second, he got taken. Second out, or third. Right? Second or third. I don't second remember whether Robert Shaw was in front out. of him at that point or not. And he got taken out. He got taken out on purpose. I don't know whether it was on purpose. All I know is that 17 car came in, hit him, and finished him off. Whether the guy was just got overzealous, got on the brakes, I I, I don't know. But all I do know is that he came back out onto the racetrack, hit the guy, turned him around, and then pulled right up off a of pit road instead of being like, okay, hey, I got the chance to still finish in the top three here if I just muscle my way up th- through there. Yeah, I understand. I mean, I understand. But he is the caution. He went around. It does not matter. It's no different than, let's go back. Ben Poland is leading a super street race a few years ago, gets hit from behind and turned. He does not get to keep his position. He got wrecked. Whether it was intentional or not, he got wrecked, went around, was the cause of the caution, so he goes to the rear. It's that simple. I just, I don't, yeah, yes, yes. I understand, I understand it, dude. It's frustrating. I understand. But how many times have we watched lap cars have an outcome in the race? Very true. They, do. they get used as picks all the time. All the time. Positions that they, they one, don't want to be in. Even they yeah, they don't in. try to be in, but they are. Yeah. Yeah, that's a sounds like a sounds like a tough break. Sounds like, uh, yeah, I don't know about yeah. going back out and, and spinning the guy. And that's just my thing. I, I got no problem. You want some retaliation at some point this year? That's fine. I'm good with it. But you legitimately still had a chance to get a trophy if you just went out there and ran the race. Or maybe he felt his day was done. And yeah, but how you only had four or five cars left on the lead lap at that point because Dustin Dibito was laying them down. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I, I wasn't I can't in the driver's seat. Yeah, yeah, right. So I wasn't. I'm not you're, in the driver's seat. You're correct. Seat. And I don't have a dime invested into it. Yeah, so. I was. Yeah, whatever. We'll uh, see how it comes out this week. Yeah. All right. So we'll do our less scored motorsports race recap for the week. We'll give you the top three from every feature. So that way you guys know what was going on today at Claremont Motorsports Park. So again, that first modified of the twin 35s was Matt Kimball walked away as the winner. Brian Roby was second. Todd Patnode was third. The six shooters was Dustin Thibodeau, Robert Shaw, and Bucky Thibodeau. Pure stocks was Joey Jarvis, Dylan Zulo, and Nick Hool. Mini stocks was Hayden Grenier, Nick Skillings, and then Kale Skillings. Street stocks was Jimmy Renfrew Jr., David Greenslit, and then back of the pack, Jack McClay. <laughs> and your late model sportsman was Dallas Tromley, Ricky Bly, and Ben Poland. Love it. Thank you guys for listening.
We'd like to take a moment and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Turn 4 Podcast. Have a question, comment, or query? We would love to hear from you. Reach out to us today at our Facebook page, Turn 4 Podcast. And until next week, we'll see you at the racetrack.